This is an audio version of the review of the GC1 trial. This is the first large trial testing a strategy of revascularization for acute MI. The author is Dr. Andrew Foy. I am Dr. John Mandrola. GC1 was published in Lancet 1986. Background, this study by the Italian group for the study of streptokinase and myocardial infarction, GC, is the first large trial to test the hypothesis that opening blocked heart arteries, in this case, via use of the intravenous thrombolytic agent streptokinase, reduces death in patients presenting with acute myocardial infarction or MI. Opening blocked arteries or revascularization is now a foundational element of cardiovascular medicine that arguably spurred much of the growth in the field over the 1990s and early 2000s. Therefore, it is critical to revisit this historic trial and appreciate the lessons it taught us. Patients. Patients were eligible who presented with chest pain and ST segment elevations of greater than one millimeter in any limb lead of the ECG and or greater than two millimeters in any precordial leads and were admitted to the cardiac intensive care unit or CCU within 12 hours from the onset of symptoms. Absolute contraindications included recent or current bleeding, stroke within the previous two months, a surgical procedure or trauma within the previous 10 days, invasive procedures within the previous 10 days, systolic blood pressure greater than 200, diastolic blood pressure greater than 110, or previous treatments with streptokinase or any other life-threatening condition. Baseline characteristics. The number of patients who were admitted to CCUs with acute MIs over the study period was 31,826, and 11,806, or 37% of those screened were ultimately enrolled. Reasons for exclusion included being more than 12 hours from onset of symptoms, that's 51%, Contraindications to streptokinase, 21%. Unlikely to have MI, 19%. Administrative reasons, 8% and 2% were not reported. Notably, women were more likely to be excluded, 27% of excluded patients versus 20% of enrolled, as were older patients greater than 75 years of age, 21% of excluded versus 11% of enrolled. The authors provide little demographic information on the cohort in the main manuscript, but it is composed primarily of men who were less than 65 years of age. Only a small percentage of patients were unstable, as evidenced by low blood pressure, less than 90 millimeters of mercury, or Killip scores greater than 3. More than half of patients presented within 3 hours of symptom onset, and greater than 80% of patients presented within 6 hours. The main sites of infarct were anterior 36% and inferior 34%. Procedures. Immediately following randomization, patients received 1.5 million units of streptokinase infused over one hour if they were assigned to the treatment group. Those assigned to the control received no placebo. Treating physicians and patients, therefore, were not blinded. Subsequent treatment decisions were left to the medical teams, and they were encouraged to follow local policies and practices without prejudice to whether streptokinase was given or not, and this included the use of anticoagulation, as there was no universal policies on whether anticoagulation should or should not be given with thrombolysis. Endpoints. The primary endpoint was in-hospital all-cause mortality. Results. 11,806 patients were randomized from 167 CCUs in Italy. 
Streptokine significantly reduced mortality by 18%. The mortality rate was 10.7% versus 13.0%. The p-value was 0.0002, corresponding to an NNT of 44 individuals to prevent one death. Cardiovascular deaths accounted for 93% of all deaths during the study period. The only subgroup analysis explicitly pre-specified was stratification based on time that was elapsed from the onset of symptoms. The categories were 0 to 3 hours, 3 to 6 hours, 6 to 9 hours, and, nine, and greater than 9 to 12 hours. And here, treatment effect heterogeneity was strongly suggested. Statistically significant reductions in death were noted only for those patients presenting less than three hours from symptom onset and those presenting greater than three to six hours from symptom onset. Overall death rates increased as time from onset of symptoms increased. However, the largest benefit was seen in those presenting less than three hours from symptom onset. Here it was 9.2% versus 12.0%, and the NNT was smaller at 36. Those presenting greater than 9 to 12 hours from symptom onset experienced the highest rate of death and also may have been harmed by the intervention. Here, streptokinase mortality rate 15.8% versus 13.6. That calculates to a number needed to harm, or NNH, of 46 but these results did not reach statistical significance, which was likely due to this group's overall low representation in the cohort. Additional subgroup analysis suggests that patients presenting with anterior and multiple location infarcts derive the greatest benefit, 14.5 versus 18.4% and 9.0% versus 13.9% respectively, while those presenting with inferior lateral infarcts did not benefit and those with ST depression may have been harmed. Streptokinase 20.5% versus 16.3% in those with ST depression. Infarct severity, judged by Killip class, was associated with treatment benefit. Killip classes 1 and 3 all experienced a similar reduction in mortality even though class 3 was not statistically significant, again, likely due to low statistical power. Patients with the largest infarcts, class 4, experienced very high mortality rates, uh, but no benefit from streptokinase. Sex was not associated with significant difference in the treatment effect, but age certainly appeared to be. Patients less than 65 years of age experienced the lowest rate of death, 6.7%, but significantly benefited from thrombolysis, whereas patients in age groups greater than 65 to 75 and greater than 75 experience far higher rates of death, 17.4% and 31% respectively, but no statistically significant benefits from thrombolysis were observed. Differences in adverse events and side effects are not presented for thrombolysis versus control patients, but rates of events were low in the thrombolysis group. Conclusion. The GC trial was the first large trial to show that thrombolysis reduced death in patients presenting with AMI with an NNT for the entire cohort of 44. Men and women experienced similar benefits. It also demonstrated that the benefit of thrombolysis was most pronounced in those patients with anterior and multiple location infarcts, as well as those presenting early after the onset of symptoms. 
Patients with later presentations had higher rates of death, but no significant benefit and possible harm from streptokinase. Significant benefits were also not observed in older patients, those with ST depression, and patients with high Killip scores on presentation, despite high death rates in these groups.